1: Welcome back to the Mind Poppers podcast, dear cousins. Yes, cousins, because today we are delving into the world of incest. And incest is popping right now. It truly is. Um, Now, the wild thing is we got a lot, I mean, a lot of listener mail for this episode about incest. It seems like everybody has an incest story. And surprisingly, a lot of people are or have. Fucked with incest in the past. Now, look, like I said, this is a circle of trust. No one gets judged here. I mean, for sure, there there will probably be a little judgment, but it's all done within this circle of trust. Um, You know, in Ireland, incest is illegal, which, you know, when I found that out, that incest was illegal, it actually did surprise me because... Yes, well, sure, there can be, like... We can look at it and say some moral implications, or we could look at it and be like, okay, that, to me, seems fucked up. It does seem fucked up. But at the same time, you know, who am I, or who is the government, or whoever, to dictate or govern, you know, what two consenting adults should be fucking, you know? Does the government have a role in stopping... You know, families from fucking families. Because if you look throughout the history of Ireland, and not just Ireland, but throughout the world, incest was rampant. Because it, it was a time when it was believed that you would keep your bloodlines together. You know, you thought be, that you want to keep the strong bloodline. So you had, you know, first cousins marrying first cousins. You know, for generations upon generations, their kids fucking okay. Um, and you, you, you just know. I that That's a fact. That's a fact. Because you look around some people in your town and you're like, yes, they have a very pure bloodline. They have a very pure bloodline. You know, I, you just know. You know, because, like, it's the kind of people you turn around and, like, one day they're eating chalk. <laughs> you're like, okay, that's a pure bloodline if ever I saw one. Um, and then sometimes you just get the feeling. You know, when you see someone, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're fucking their sister, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um... But again, do I think that the government should be telling people who they can and cannot fuck, you know, in regards to two consensual adults? Probably not, but I get it. But the whole gig around the legality of incest in Ireland is, is that it is illegal under the Punishment of Incest Act in 1908. Okay, so obviously incest was so rampant in Ireland that we didn't act, um, but 1908, which predates the foundation of the state, obviously. So it is illegal for a male to have sexual intercourse with his grandmother, mother, daughter, sister or half-sister and the same vice versa for a female with her grandfather, father, son, brother or half-brother. But the act does not refer to other family relationships. For example, there was nothing in this act um, about a grandson Having sex with his grandmother, or this, um, the what do you call it, the punishment of incest act, age didn't account for same-sex relations within the family. So th- that seemed to be a, a free-for-all. If if all the guys wanted to fuck each other, again, again, really, it's, that's the patriarchy for you, isn't it? Really, guys will fuck whoever they want. You know, when it comes to a strong woman. Wanting to fuck her brother? No, that's disgusting, you know? Um, But I I guess maybe that kind of pertained to, you know, relationships where the possibility of offspring was going to come into the equation and, you know, obviously be affected by, you know, fucking your cousin. So, prior to the amendment of the 1908 Act in 2019, incest was punishable by up to seven years imprisonment for a female and up to life imprisonment for a male. So the criminal law, the Sexual Offences Amendment Act in 2019, amended the Act of 1908 to provide for a maximum term of 10 years imprisonment for both males and females. Now, I have to imagine more often than not if an incest kind of thing comes to court, which I I don't know, I don't see that happening. I, I have to imagine in most cases it ends in some sort of psychiatric treatment kind of sentencing you know it just doesn't make sense to me if you like okay for example we'll take if a brother and sister are fucking um and they're both consensual or whatever and they're into it well sure i mean like it's a bit like okay i mean really your brother and sister like you cannot just like really just walk down the road but i mean do these people deserve 10 years in prison i don't really see the sense of that 10 years in prison for what like who have they harmed really who have they harmed so, so i just don't understand why would you why would you bother why would you bother punishing these people like that now look i get it it it's weird it it, it creeps us out but look are we surprised that it's happening because if you remember when we talked about the psychology um of early sexual development in in a couple of podcasts ago we were talking about sigmund freud And we were talking about like you know how his theory of um the electric complex and the Oedipus complex you know where young girls you know had the sexual attraction for their father and young boys had the sexual attraction for their mother so i mean it would seem that genetically and psychologically you know you can understand how how it comes about but um the 10 years in prison i'm like no i'm like let them live their lives you know let them live their weird little swamp lives Um, But interesting enough, Charles Darwin, okay, so our founding father of the theory of evolution, was the first to suspect if incest could cause defects in the offspring. Now, he was actually married to his first cousin and had 10 children. Three of them died as infants, and another three of them were infertile. So what he actually did was use the... He he studied plants and made or plants self-polynised or whatever and saw that the offspring then was coming out, you know, smaller and like was sick and all that so then he really kind of came to the conclusion alright well we shouldn't be interbreeding because it's just gonna be fucked up now what I will say to you people is um, rest assured it seems like from my research it's perfectly okay to fuck a third cousin first and second not so much but it seems like it's okay to fuck a third cousin morally like whatever I mean like I think we'd all get over fucking a hot third cousin wouldn't we I mean, if it's a third cousin, chances are you're really not going to. I mean, like, you probably may have never even met them. Or, you know, a third cousin. You know, often you're not going to see third cousin at your, like, intimate family gatherings. And if it's a super hot third cousin, I guess. you could. I guess he could fuck. I mean, I don't really see anything too bad with that. <clears throat> and I think in terms of actually if you were to reproduce and have a child with your third cousin, I think you're you're in the all clear. Third and four cousins, you're in the clear. In terms of you're not going to be getting any, I don't know what term to use, maybe genetically, um, genetically underdeveloped. Well, what have you. Genetically compromised kids from having sex with your third and fourth cousin. So I think really that is just like, I go. And you know, another thing to keep in mind is, if you go back through generations first of all everybody in the world is related everyone in the entire world living and dead shares back to a certain point the same I guess ancestors so every person is related and obviously when you narrow that down by continent and country these numbers rise to the point where you could be really closely related and like you have to remember for me for example live in Ireland an island but within Ireland I also live in another smaller island at the bottom of Ireland which is connected to the mainland by only one small humpback bridge so if you want to go back a couple of hundred years ago okay where people didn't have cars you know and weren't able to you know travel you know long distances really whatsoever so you would have had this collective of people on this island you know, with no means to travel, you know, particularly far distances. So, of course, you're going to have a massive amount of interbreeding of incest because people are going fuck, you know. Well, yes, we are. We're going fuck. Um, and you're going fuck, you know, who is near you, you know. You don't have the means to travel far. You're going fuck what's in your back garden. Um, like a box of rats. So you can understand in all these small, small towns around Ireland and around the world how incest, you know, was popping back in the day. Because you really, you just had no, no other method, you know? So, God, we, we, God we, we're all related, aren't we? Um, but especially, like, living on this small island. Like, I'm, I, I myself could be, like, one-eighth swamp person for all I know. Now I'm going to get into the listener mail um, in in a couple of seconds and then I got a, a big story at the end, you know, that is just fascinating. But something in my research looking into the world of incest, something that I came across was something called GSA, which is genetic sexual attraction. And now the experts will draw a line between this and incest. So basically the whole gig about genetic sexual attraction, this is for people, right? who have been estranged from their families. So, for example, this is families who are meeting up since the birth, if that makes sense. So, for example, if a mother puts her child up for adoption at birth and then the two of them, like, make the the conscious decision, you know, go through adoption agencies or whatever and track each other down and then meet, you know, like, 30 years down the line, there is this thing called genetic sexual attraction, Where seeing people uh, like that you're related to, you know, since birth that you've never seen before, you can have these very strong sexual, romantic um, attraction to each other, Um, and it's hard for them to explain, but it does happen. It's like these, I don't know, it's like it's an emotional thing, it's a romantic thing, and it happens between blood relatives, and it's a phenomenon. And it's what happens when people do not see each other since birth. It's when family members meet each other for the first time as adults. And you can have, like, it happens It's very often. And it actually to the point where if you go to an adoption agency and you're looking into tracking, you know, down, say, your mother, your father, what have you, your your sibling, the adoption agency oftentimes will, you know, inform you about genetic sexual attraction and kind of give you a heads up. Like, you know, you could be experiencing these feelings and I'm sure like we definitely heard the stories like on those like like you know those magazines like take a break um where you know like oh my god like brother and sister you know are fucking you know they they met each other like when they were 30 they're fucking and then you're kind of like right if they didn't like grow up together and stuff where they do share the same blood you know should they be fucking and then I asked myself you know who am I to say who and who should not be fucking but um I don't know I'm, I'm into it <laughs> Right now, what I want to do is get into our listener mail. Got a big response for people when they found out that we were doing an incest episode on mind poppers, which, you know, obviously good for us. Um, But again, like I said, this is a circle of trust. And when people write into this podcast, they can be assured that they remain anonymous. And the only people that know what you did will always be me and you. And there is no judgment on my part, for the most part. So let's get into some listener mail. I have a really funny story. There was a dude who I was mates with. He was fucking mental. And he was always trying it on with me. But no interest. And he comes out with one night that his marriage ended because he finger fucked his cousin at a family party and then told his wife. Mental fucking shit. Then I was dating a guy when I was about 18 and it didn't work out only like 3 dates but we had friends in common so one night after we decided to be mates and it turns out he has been fucking his cousin and they think no one knew but they were out and got drunk and started shifting in a corner thinking no one would see crazy fucking shit um you know what okay the whole the common thing like the cousin thing we don't you didn't mention you know whether they were first second or third cousins third cousins okay i mean look grow up Grow up at the same time. I mean, have we all found a third cousin attractive? I'm sure that we have, you know. And I think a lot of people grow up with cousins, you know, that you don't see all the time. So I think, you know, being attracted to a cousin when you're younger is probably a normal part of sexual development. Now, like, am I sure? No. But, you know, it does make sense, you know. Like, if you never met a cousin before, and like the cousin is, like, we'll say, like, super hot. I mean, like a 10 out of 10. And that cousin wants to, you know, take you to Pound Town. And you've never met this cousin before, but you do know that you're cousins. Do you fuck your cousin? I mean, on paper, no. You know, while people are looking, no. But if you're alone with a super hot cousin that you've never met before. And, you know, they instigate... You know something nasty. Are you going then in turn to turn around and walk out the door and be like, "No, sorry, I'm not doing it"? Or are you going to turn around during this lockdown and be like, "Okay, I'm about to lay down some stank"? You know, that is that is up for you to decide. This whole thing about the the guy finger fucking his cousin at a family party—I mean, there is just there's a lot of issues there anyway, and I think it's probably best if that marriage broke down. Somebody else writes in. Absolutely never want to do any incest in real life. But something hot about brother-sister porn, if you're in the mood for it, though. Anonymous. Anim- an am I please. I, I think I've developed a stutter. Okay, this person wants to remain anonymous. And then they further the point with, I mean, you know what I mean the assumed sister walking around the house looking like a slut and the brother cannot control himself and then this person also goes on to add that she does not have a brother you know and I can understand that I can understand I mean you're watching porn it ain't your brother and sister you know it ain't your brother and sister fucking so you know no shame in that Um, and you know what like I always like I'm I'm a daydreamer I am a daydreamer I dream a lot Um, you know a lot of you know a lot of the waking day my mind spends in a fantasy world it is constantly you know just acting out random scenarios you know like it's just it's a mess it is a mess up there but some some day times i daydream and this isn't often i mean it's just it's been in my head before but i kind of wonder be like okay what would it be like if i had a twin brother an identical twin brother because i have no brothers And I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. And I start to wonder, you know, what would his friends be like? What would my friends be like? You know, would he get along with my friends? Would I get along with his friends? What kind of relationship would we have? And what kind of dynamic would that be, you know, when we're identical? And I think about all the times, you know, it would have been handy or helpful for me to have a brother in my life, like an identical brother. And then, you know, somewhere along the lines, we end up fucking, you know, we end up fucking, um... And I'm like, is it because this person looks exactly like me and I want to fuck? Is it because I'm so starved of human affection? I don't know. But I tell you, when I let that movie play in my head, when I let myself daydream, you know, gets to the point. I'm like, oh, God, they're fucking again. You know? So I get it. I do get it. Another person writes in. My friend met his half-brother when he was 16, now 24 and the brother was 25 after not knowing each other existed and they sucked each other off. They still maintain a brotherly relationship and not talk and do not talk about the sucking off So my friend met his brother when he was and the brother was 25 after not knowing each other existed. Okay so I'm, I'm presuming they didn't know Oh no, okay from what I'm getting this is they actually met when once they found out and then sucked each other off when he was 16 and the other guy was 25. I mean, that, I guess, is more of a red flag for me. Like, should a 25-year-old be sucking off a 16-year-old and vice versa? I mean, I'm okay, there's moral things there. And then you throw the whole brotherly thing into the mix. Who am I to judge? Um, all I can do is move on from this one. A guy I know fingered a girl in Wes. I'm not really sure what Wes is. Went to a family event a few months later. Turns out they were second cousins. Mm, I love this song. A lot of um interfamily finger banging going on for sure within the country. Um, look, I mean, you'd rather finger. I I feel like that's something you can laugh about. You know. <laughs> Do you hear Mark uh, fingered his second cousin? You know, I feel like that is something that everyone can laugh about. Or do you hear Julie got (laughs) fingered by her second cousin? I think that's something that we can all laugh about, you know? Unfortunate for sure, they didn't know. And at least it was just finger banging, you know? I think we can all be grateful that it was just the slip of a finger, you know? And nothing more. I think that is something that, you know, even the two of them, and in time, will be able to laugh about. I used to fucking fancy the arse of my cousin. Like, I would avoid him so much in primary school. I'd be so embarrassed to talk to him. Like, the sexual tension I created in my seven-year-old head is nothing compared to what I'm able for now. <laughs> okay, well, I would, I'd like that evolution. Um, I'm, I'm very interested into just what you are capable of now. I'm presuming it does not pertain to incest. But like I said, you know, you're seven years old, And you fancy your cousin, you know, it's probably the only, you know, boy that you have had much interaction with or, you know, probably the most interaction with, you know, because you're related and you've probably spent time together and you probably have a certain level of comfort with this boy. So I wouldn't look too much into, like, your seven-year-old self wanting to lay down some seven-year-old stank um, on your cousin. I feel like that is probably perfectly normal and probably a normal part of sexual development. Now, unless this is continued on, in which I would like to hear more. So my friend was dating this girl from Portugal. They met in Berlin, dating for a couple of months and decided to go back to Portugal to meet her family. Sitting around the dinner table chatting and the fam said his name was very familiar. He's from Spain, by the way. Turns out they were second cousins and writing for months. Well, you know what? This is just a situation which is just happens to be very unfortunate. Okay, because he was dating a girl from Portugal, and they met in Berlin, and then goes back to Portugal. While the and the, the guy is from Spain. You know? So, I mean, that's very unfortunate. There's like three different fucking countries going on in the mix, okay? And they happen to end up being second cousins. Again, that is just a very unfortunate series of events. And look, you can't take back the fucking... You've been ba- you've been fucking your second cousin. I mean, it's not a great idea to have children. Yeah, obviously, you have a risk of pregnancy every time you fuck your second cousin. But my heart does go out for these incestual um, lovers, it does because I mean really. Really. They were they were in a different country, you know, and they're not even from the same country and turn out to be second cousins. So my heart does go out for them. You know, no one is would blame you for having that sex. No one's going to blame you. And you know what? It's Berlin. It's Berlin. What happened in Berlin stays in Berlin. I feel like there is something very kinky about Berlin. And I hopefully will be going there within the new year, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, but so I I don't blame these people. I mean, how were they to know? Honestly, a girl I went to school with and started going with her. No, st- a girl I went to school with started going with her second cousin. Second or six years later and they have a child. It seems to have turned out pretty normal. Like at least there were no awkward getting to know the family parties or shaking hands back in the day when we were allowed to touch each other. Anyway, it seems to have worked out all right. On another note, my mother's father was married to my father's mother. So my parents are stepbrother and stepsister. So no blood relation, but one hella awkward divorce. Okay, so when I came to this story, I was like, okay, a girl you went to school with had a kid with her second cousin. Okay, obviously, look, and the child seems to turn out okay. I mean, look, what are we supposed to do? what are we supposed to do you, as much as you'd like to tell people to just please not have sex with your cousins it, it seems like it is too much of an ask but whatever about that it was what really caught my uh, grip with this uh, with this letter sent in from a listener was the whole the whole mother father thing so i repeat that bit on another note my mother's father was married to my father's mother so my parents are stepbrother and stepsister. This sounds right. This sounds like one of those fucking riddles that these stupid fools keep putting up on Facebook. You know? Because suddenly, like I said, everyone's a fucking mathematician since the fucking pandemic started. These stupid fucking riddles that keep coming up on Facebook. This is what I'm getting from that. Um, And you know what aggravates me most about the riddles on Facebook? Just side note. I will like read it and I like try to do it in my head. And, like, I'm not, like, coming to any conclusion. And then it's like, oh, no, I misspelled the certain word. Or, oh, no, read it again. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, I had to know more about this person's dynamic with their parents. So I, I asked for more information. This is what I received. Pretty much, my granda left and went off with this woman. His kids were still young. Years later, one of his now late teen daughters gets in contact with him and this, this teen daughter, her aunt, she meets his new woman, not new, but you get me, and her now teen adult kids, so my dad and his siblings, they pretty much had a house party months later, and my mom and dad met there. So they were together years, through the circus circus sniff speed party years, <laughs> okay, one house raid and bankruptcy later, and then he had an affair down the road with the local whore, which, may I add, are still together. Numerous affairs later, my mum moved the country with my stepdad and lives happily ever after with her pet pig. Quite a rollercoaster, really. What the fuck was that? Honestly, what the fuck was that? I feel dizzy reading that. There were so many twists and turns, and... Uh, I don't really know how to get into that. If you need to listen to that back, go ahead and do so now. I don't really know how to unpack that, except for it was a fantastic story. Um, the pet pig, chef's kiss. Um, it had everything, really. It had affairs, hookers, circus, circus, nip speed, party years, bankruptcy, a raid. Uh, Absolutely fantastic stuff. This, you see, really is where incest is at its optimum, really, isn't it? Okay. Oh, here we go for this one. Oh, Joanne Brody. I need a a vape before this one. One listener writes in. Woke up in my cousin's house after a night out, where only I remember walking back to his to his with him thinking there'd be a house party was just me and him long story short no memory but woke up with a sore vagina my first cousin also i'm going to
0: take another pull off that vape
1: Haha, <laughs> yeah, it's fairly bad to be fair. Haha, <laughs> I also shifted another first cousin on the same side of the family. Haha, <laughs> Langer's again. I don't drink anymore because of all my antics. Hahaha, <laughs> but fuck it, YOLO. You have to own it. ha. <laughs> own it, baby, ugly like Serena. <laughs> well, first of all, massive respect to you for owning it, you know I think that's fairly metal, own it baby Um, also admire you taking the step to I guess step down from drinking alcohol Um, you know, just I guess because your antics, and your antics were involving you know, I guess having sex and other sexual relationship with first cousins, again you know, okay look, it happened once It happened once, they caught you slipping, they caught you slipping, you had sex with your first cousin. Okay, is it the end of the world? No. You know, is it ideal? Definitely not. But they caught you slipping. Like you said, you're not drinking anymore, you're not having sex with any more of your first cousins, or shifting them. So, you know, respect for owning it. Again, couldn't be me, but you know, it's a part of your past, you know, it is part of your past and you're able to look back on it now and laugh, I guess, um, but thank you for sending in that letter, that, you know, was very interesting, you know, someone who was really in there on the incest scale and fucking a first cousin, you know, I respect that honesty and I respect you owning it, okay, okay, Oh, someone actually um, sent in a letter saying in Iceland, they have an app because it's such a small country that you can check if you're related to someone instantly to prevent incest. You know, so progressive. Um, And I think, you know, Ireland could absolutely benefit from having some sort of incest app. But at the same time, do we really want to see what's behind the curtain, you guys? Do we really want to know who's related to us in these small towns and who isn't? Because I think... Uh, For a lot of us, we would be in for some real nasty surprises. Some real nasty surprises. Would we rather go on in ignorance and not know who we're related to? You know, um, I don't know about that one. Okay, I know two people going out in brackets, they know their cousins for far out but close enough to be at family events together and ignoring it. Look, whatever if you're going to be having sex with your cousin, whatever, okay, that's your own business, and when when this person, when this listener writes that, okay, the cousins are related far out, you know, it was suggesting that, like, maybe, like, third or fourth cousins, you know, whatever, that's your business, but, like, going to the family functions, like, oh my god, it could not be me, I could not be the person in the family who is actively fucking my cousin, and then still showing up you know, for Aunt Susie's 50th, it couldn't be me, and then when you walk in, and they're like, oh my god, there's the kissing cousins, you know, as in, I, it couldn't be me showing up, if I slipped, if they caught me slipping, and I had sex with the cousin, you wouldn't catch me at the family event with them, You, you just wouldn't, but again, you know, everyone's different, a friend told me that when she was in first year a girl in her year was going out with this fella for a good 3 months literally all over each other in school non-stop then they had to break up because when they were doing a family tree in history she found out that she was related to her boyfriend typical country school <laughs> look it happens it happens at least you know look they're all over each other whatever um but they did the family tree and they found out that they were related You know, it could have went a lot worse for them. (sighs) Okay. Not me, but in a nightclub, saw my second cousin. He was shifting someone on the dance floor. It was my first cousin, and she was going for it. He's our cousin's son. Huge family, so generations overlap. Mm -hmm, Do they? I don't know whether to laugh or throw up. He also chanced me numerous times, so I think he has a thing for it. Dad told us from a young age what areas of the village to stay away from and what families and villages as the family is so huge there's a high chance it's a relative we're trying to ride. And are you related to X, Y and Z was a regular chat up line. I've also shifted a third cousin. Neither of us knew at the time until his brother told us. We still continued after that. He's an absolute ride and a great shift. We've never had sex or oral sex, but heavy petting is all go. Third Cousins is barely related, but we won't cross the line. You know what? It sounds like you're about to cross the line. <laughs> it sounds like that line is soon to become a distant memory in the past. Um, Because look, okay, first of all, like, I mean, it's really... Just giving Ireland a bad fucking name with this whole like telling people what areas of the village and a big family overlap, like generational overlap. What does that mean? What does generational overlap mean? If you like that is like a fancy term of saying there has been some incest going on in the past. Um the fact that, like, you guys have to have a warning about what part of the village, what part of the fucking village to stay away from? Like, what is going on there? I'm not sure what part of the country it's in. I have to presume it's someplace like Roscommon. You know there, I said it. Um, But, okay, and then just kind of, like, getting back into the end of of, of this letter. I've also shifted a third cousin. Neither of us knew at the time until his brother told us we still continued after that. Okay, well, look, it really was wind, or it, it was really knickers to the wind and incest, you know, who cares? I don't know her. I don't know who that is. Um, we still continued after that. He's an absolute right and a great shift. Like I said, like I said, beauty and sexual attraction, it just, it scrambles the mind, doesn't it? Now, I would like to say, if, if you're listening back to this, I would like to see a picture of him. If you, if you don't mind, again, of, again, it would remain 100 Thousand percent confidential. I would just like to see how much of a ride. You know, to put it in pers- into perspective for myself, I would like to see it. You know, um, we've never had sex or oral sex, but ha- all heavy petting as it go. Your third cousins. Look, you've you've already you've really done what you had to do. Now, while you said none of you are interested in crossing the third line, you know my advice: cross it, cross the line. You know, just see what happens. Your third cousin's okay. You can you, you, you can you can fuck once, and let's just see what happens. And yeah, you can let it go after that. Let's get it out of her system, okay? um Thank you for that. Hi Adam, I shifted my cousin before at a teenage disco, and years later I found out at a family reunion when I saw him there. I ended up laughing about it and telling the cousins I'm close with other table for the laugh, but he didn't find it funny at all. And that is funny. That is funny. Look, grow up. Who of us here haven't shifted a cousin at one point or another? Really, who? we I feel like we all have, you know? Um, just like at some point we've all shifted a cousin, whether we've known it or not. My mum was telling me about a family in her village, from Claire, where everyone just thought they were a little off. Turns out the mother... Had a child with her teenage son. Mm-hmm. Get into that. I'll actually be coming back to this, the whole mother-son dynamic, towards the end of the podcast when we're done with the listener mail. It is crazy. I haven't. But when we were teenagers, our friends walked in on a friend going down on his sister. We were all raving and on a lot of drugs. She was awake and consenting and fully knew it was her brother. Asked everyone to leave saying she and he needed to talk and from the next day blatantly denied it happened and claimed everyone who saw it hallucinated. it. Everyone just dropped it and never spoke to them about it again. Okay, so basically... You walk into the room and you see that the bro- a brother is going down on his sister. Everyone's under a lot of drugs. The two of them need to talk. And every time it was brought up since, they claimed that, <laughs> that everyone who saw it was under some sort of group hallucination. Where everyone happened to hallucinate the same thing. It was this guy going down and eating his sister out. I mean... What do you do in that situation? Someone walks in and sees you going down on your sister. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? You you have to lie. You know, it's one of these positions where you will blatantly lie in the face of reality. You know, it didn't happen. It did not happen. You're all hallucinating. You all see me eating my sister's fanny. It was not the case. You know, what can you do in that situation? That is like, whoo, that is issues for sure. Now, I, I asked for a follow up. I was, of course, shook. You know, at this person seeing the brother going down on his sister, I be shook. So I asked, you know, to tell me more and the person followed up. It was vile but car crash, couldn't look away, kind of vile. And to this day we all know and they still deny it. Both left our town to live elsewhere though and anytime you'd mention to the sister or like make a sly remark after a few smokes, she'd lose her shit but never actually deny it. And their parents were always away. Hence the sessions, but since that night, nothing ever again. Well, of course you're going to get the hell out of town. Of course you want to get the fuck out of town, you know, if you're known as the two brother and sisters that were fucking, and not only that, but the two brothers and sisters where people saw you fucking going down on each other. Um and I can understand, of course, again how the girl doesn't like laugh it off when you guys bring it up to her, you know, jokingly. Because it's just like, how do you come back from that? How do you come back from having your brother's face in between your legs? You don't. Not not that I can. Again, look, I don't judge. I don't judge. They did what they did to consenting adults, you know, uh, possibly under the influence of drugs. I don't know. But who am I to judge? You know, good for them. Good for them. I know it's probably not the story you're looking for but we were only talking about this the other day. I thought I was an only child until I was 13 and at 14 I had arranged to go shift this boy so me and my friend met him and his friend and we were discussing school so I was telling him about my cousins in my year and he was like wait now how are you related to them so I explained was through my newfound brother. So I explained it was through my newfound brother. Marl of the story is me and him were cousins, so we didn't shift. And I swapped him for his friend and shifted him instead. Haha, <laughs> imagine how awkward future Christmas dinners could have been. Um, well, you know what? Imagine how interesting future Christmases uh, could have been if you did fuck him. You don't think about that, okay? Sometimes you got to take a chance for, to have a good story you know? Now the story that you are going to tell is, oh, I nearly fucked my cousin, you know? No, the story we want to hear is, oh, let me tell you about the time I fucked my cousin. But, you know, good for you, dodging a bullet and making the best of a situation. There was a girl in my year who met up with this lad to have sex and when they were done he was like are you around tomorrow and she was like no I have a family communion or something and he was like yeah same turns out they went to the same fucking communion (laughs) that is a fucking nightmare isn't it and you know what it is like I, I feel like that has to be the same around like communion and confirmation season in Ireland when you take someone home and you're fucking them and they're like oh what are you doing this weekend and they're like oh I have a communion." And then you're like, oh, I have a communion too. And there's there's, there's like that two seconds. I'm like, like, oh my God, please. You're like, oh, where's your communion on? You know, praying to holy gods that it is not the same fucking church. You know, I I feel like that. I feel like communion and confirmation season has to be, has to be just a very frightening time for everyone going out there and catching some dick and some puss. You know, it just has to be a very frightening time because... You just never know, really, do you? As these stories show, you just never know. I'm pretty sure we weren't cousins, but a guy I was seeing ended it after we had sex because we both had the same second name, and it freaked him out too much. You know, the whole second name thing. What about? I mean, like in Ireland, you you really can't afford to have the whole second name thing. Um, have the whole second name thing bother you. Because, I mean, God, like, how many Murphys? How many Murphys do you know? And, I mean, Murphy, yes, while it does have a very incestuous name or ring to it, and maybe that's just me, Murphy. Oh, that's really Murphy. Having sex with from Murphy. You know, it does, really. It does have a little bit of a backwater ring to it. No offence to my Murphys listening at all. You know, I just got to say how I feel. Um... But it sounds to me like the whole second name thing, unless this guy knew secretly that you were in fact related. Was it just a way, do you think, of maybe kind of like getting out of the relationship and not wanting to hurt your feelings? You know, like, oh, look, we both have the same second name. You know, I I can't do this. You know, possibly, possibly. My work friend told me a story about how her and her best mates went out and done a few yokes then ended up meeting her friend's uncle and cousin and they all went back to a house. My work friend was chatting to her friend's cousin when all of a sudden they both turned around and her friend was kissing her own uncle. The cousin freaked out, started getting sick after watching his other cousin meeting his uncle Haha, ha, ha. never heard anything like this in my life. I still lol every time I think about it. So fucked up. No amount of drugs has ever reduced me to such lows. Okay. There is certainly something perverse in my opinion of seeing someone, of like of an uncle and a nephew or niece having having some sort of intimate relationship. It's like ugh. Like the creepy uncle, you know, because at least, you know, the thing about having sex with cousins, I imagine, is that, you know, you're of a a similar age or kind of whatever, but the uncle, like that uncle is the brother of your father or your mother. It is just literally too close to home, like some creepy, it's just the uncle, the uncle, honestly... I'd nearly rather to hear if someone was having sex with their father. It's just something creepy about the uncle. Like, oh my God. Like, Uncle Tom, like meeting or having, like shifting his niece. What is going on? That is freaky for sure. That one now actually was the first one that kind of got, some, got some sort of reaction out of me. Oh. Right. So my mom and dad have been separated for years. My mum hasn't been with anyone until about three years ago since the separation. One night around three years ago, we were at my auntie's 60th birthday. My my second cousin, who I had never met before, was there and seemed to be getting along really well with my mum. As this is my second cousin, this makes him my mam's first cousin. I thought I was crazy for thinking anything was going on. The next thing I know, family members are making jokes about it. I was still in disbelief at this, that my mam's cousin, that this was my mam's cousin, and surely she wouldn't be writing her cousin. But alas, I was right, and they left the party together early that night and have been together ever since... Fuck it though, she's happy. Please keep me anonymous. Um... P.S. So in case you didn't realise, that makes my second cousin my stepdad. Woo! 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 Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like... Okay, these stories are really starting to take a toll on my mental health. They really are. Okay. It's just a lot of incest for one person to handle in one go. I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now. But your mother was having sex with her first cousin and actually went home and they've been fucking ever since. And now your first, now your second cousin is your stepdad. I mean, God, God, what, what, what can I say to this? I mean, look, you said that they're happy. And if anything in this life, you know, the the biggest goal of any of us is to be happy and to find happiness. So, I mean, good for her, I guess. But still, I mean, really, there's a whole world out there and you want to fuck your first cousin. It, look, again, I'm happy that they're happy. What more can I say? What more can I say? I knew a woman who was meeting a fella years ago and her mother had to tell her it was actually her half-brother. That's the worst. That is the worst, you know? Like, if I have any relatives, you know, undisclosed siblings in this town, I feel like it is a parent's duty to be like, okay, just letting you know that you do have a half-brother, half-sister or whatever, so you should avoid fucking them. You know, it's a small town they were probably around the same age you know i mean like and you know in small towns everyone really may may not have like had sex with everyone but we've all like shifted we've all mauled each other you know like a box of rats definitely not the worst story but a couple of years ago did i already do this shit Definitely not the worst story out there but a couple of years ago I was out with my friend at a club and his girlfriend brought over a friend that I started talking to. We were getting pretty close and steamy. No shifting yet though. We were basically dry humping at this stage and talking into each other's ears. Mm. Then I can't remember how it came up. But we somehow figured out that we're both related to the same person. So I asked her her name and it turns out she was my cousin. I'm not close with most of that side of the family. So I don't know a lot of my cousins to see. But I would know their names and all about them. She nearly ran out of the club. I might still have gone through with it. (laughs) Fair. Fair. And again, we respect your honesty here. But like I said, you just don't know who you're related to. And sometimes you'd ask yourself, "Is it better that you don't know? Is it is ignorance bliss in the situation of incest when it term when it comes in terms of having sex in the nightclubs? I don't know." Um. Now there is more. I mean, like that was a lot. It really was a lot to to process. was it? it? Was a whole a whole lot of family fucking going on, you know? And you know, for every person, you know. That was open enough. every listener, which we appreciate. We appreciate every listener who sends in a mail when we do topics like this. Absolutely. All of your stories were fantastic and thank you for sharing. But the interesting thing that comes to mind is, you know, you can be sure that, you know, for every story, for every listener mail that we got sent in today about incest, you know, for everyone who like saw it, there there has to be at least another five people with a story who, you know, weren't willing to send in a letter. So, Incest is, incest is thriving right now. You know, incest has really come back, you know, especially in 2020, you know, what else is to be expected? Now, the last story I'm going to finish on is actually a a world famous story, which became um, famous on Reddit. And I'm going to talk to you briefly about it before we finish up today. So basically a friend knew that I was doing some research, you know, into incest, you know, for, I want to do an episode on it. So he told me about this, like, kind of world-famous story that actually began on the Reddit, um, a story of incest between a mother and a son. Possibly, I guess, you know, we associate kind of like that parental mother-father, you know, and, and the children as possibly the most taboo in relation to incest, but this story is wild. So this is this Son. Well, without giving away too much info, and now he's writing this on Reddit, I was injured in an accident at 14 and incapacitated. So this guy had broken both of his arms and was in casts, so he had two casts on either arm. I went from masturbating two times a day to zero. After two weeks, I was frustrated and took it out on my parents. My mom and dad knew what what was up and talked about my mom helping me masturbate. They approached me one afternoon, and when my mom said, I know you are frustrated, and why you are frustrated, would you like some help masturbating? Blood was rushing in my ears, and I said yes, but I really didn't know if she meant what I thought she meant. I was excited and confused. She said that she would take care of me when I went to bed hours away. Okay. I mean, this really is, we've reached the holy grail, first of all, of incest stories, haven't we? A good old freaky mother, son, like Norman Bates, like, oh, I have the chills just thinking about it. Um. So this, you know, I mean, and the age thing as well, the whole 14 year old, you know, and the mother, I mean, it, it raises a whole lot of questions and rings a whole lot of bells. But so this guy obviously was incapacitated. He'd broken both of his arms. So he was in a cast. And this, you know, kid went from masturbating every two days or two times a day to not being able to masturbate at all. He was getting super frustrated. And his parents knew that he was frustrated because he couldn't masturbate. So the mother, you know, offered to help him masturbate. Which is just fucking wild. Is just like, if your kid, if the kid needs to masturbate, like, I mean, surely someone, anyone, anybody, but but the mother, but the mother, anybody. But, alas, the mother stepped up to the plate and I, I've been reading through this guy, his posts and whatever, which has been verified and they actually are doing a study on it now. Um, but he was saying, you know, that, that his, his mother w- would jerk him off or whatever and this had progressed to... You know, he he recalls one time about how his mother like kind of crawled up on top of him and took down her panties and sat on him, like on that dick. Um, and the two of them started having sex. And he said that there was never any dirty talk when they when they were fucking. The odd time, you know, the mother had let out and, and oh fuck or and oh and oh shit, you know, when she was about to come or whatever. Um. But so the mother now had gone, was now at the stage, right, where she had given him a handjob and had was doing oral, was giving her son head. And to the point now where she was having sex with him. Okay. All, and keep in mind, this is while the father knew. The father knew, this guy recounts that the son, the father knew and the father didn't mind, although they did, they didn't really talk about it at the dinner table or whatever. His sister also did not know. So the sister was the only one who knew, but she went off to college, which was fine. Um, And get this, once the cast came off, they continued fucking. They continued fucking. Like, this is pinnacle incest. I mean, and like the father knew and they continued fucking. Why stop fucking? Stop fucking fucking. But, you know, again, who am I to judge? Um, and then the son, you know, says he went off to, co- he went off to college and he, he, you know, doesn't fuck his mother anymore. When asked if he would, you know, do you think he would have fucked his mother if, you know, it wasn't for the accident? He said, probably not. You know, why is it not definitely not? Why is it I definitely not would have sex with my mother if I wasn't in a terrible accident? Probably not. You know, it's already plans that this family just wanted to fuck. This family just wanted to fuck, you know? I mean, I the way this guy is talking, I mean, as well, is this like, is this abuse? If the kid was 14 and his mother is, is giving him head and is having sex with him and is wanking him off. I mean, surely that constitutes some kind of abuse. And now, you know, we have this kid grown up looking back and it's like, you know, it's no big deal or whatever. And like, he enjoyed it. You know, it seems like, is this kind of like a Stockholm syndrome thing? Like, again, we don't know. We do not know. We know that it's fucked up for sure. It is fucked up. And on that fucked up note, I leave that with you. This was a wild episode. This was one of our crazier episodes. And it's obviously not made. These episodes, you know, where we really get into it, just aren't possible without, you know, really open and invested listeners. It's not. So this episode, you know, thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know, it helps the podcast a lot if you leave us a review and if you rate us on, you know, what whatever you happen to be listening to your podcast on. Uh, and make sure, do also make sure, you guys, okay, that... All of you Kissing Cousins out there are subscribed to the podcast so you're getting the podcast as soon as it updates. Obviously, all those numbers obviously help me. Until next time, I will be back with, I mean, God only knows what we're going to pull out of the bag for the next episode. In the meantime, stay woke and stay away from your cousins.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...